Hello, cosmic beings in human form. Welcome to the Oracles of Ancient Truth podcast, a cosmic radio show jam-packed with downloads and transmissions and activations to help you awaken to your highest self. We are your starseed hosts. I'm Caitlin Jones. And I'm Sam Lauer. Buckle up and settle in for the ride. It's going to be a trip. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this episode of the Oracles of Ancient Truth podcast. You are listening to Sam today, and I will be speaking about Chiron Retrograde. So Chiron is arguably a planet. I like to argue that Chiron is because its influence in astrology and in our solar system is so underrated. Um, But technically, your science books will say Chiron is not a planet, it's a dwarf planet if anything, and it's a satellite of Pluto far out in our solar system. And Chiron is described as many different things astrologically. Um, Many will say that Chiron is essentially the wounded healer of the zodiac um, and comes through to show us our wounds and reveal where we need healing work. Chiron is generally related to health and well-being and the wholeness of the self and the soul. And Chiron is always a healer energy. Wherever it sits in your chart is where you carry some healing potential. But Chiron is also so much more than the wounded healer. And it all really goes back to Chiron's myth. The myth of Chiron is that he was a centaur and he was this incredibly gifted immortal healer who studied under Asclepius, who was the main medicine dude of mythological times in ancient Greece. So Asclepius and Chiron the centaur are working together and somehow Chiron gets shot with a poisoned arrow, but he's immortal, so he can't die. So essentially this wounded healer has to live with the wound and still heal. That's why that phrase wounded healer comes through so hard. But the actual myth of Chiron is really hard to tease out of history because it's been rewritten so many times and it's taken on so many different spins from the patriarchy as it came and swept across the matriarchy that lived before. It's just very complicated to tell exactly what happened there exactly what Chiron was all about. So, a lot of astrologers today are calling Chiron the systems buster and the code breaker, and like the Zoro figure of the Zodiac that comes through and provides liberation through intensity. Chiron makes space for huge growth, but shakes things up in order to do that. So right now, Chiron is in the sign of Aries, which is the fire starter, the troublemaker, and the child of the zodiac. And Chiron will be in Aries for about eight years. Chiron transits a sign across eight years' time. So from 2019 to 2027, we'll be experiencing this Chiron energy in Aries. And for those total eight years, Chiron will go retrograde once a year for six months. So in 2019, Chiron actually just went into retro, or Chiron actually just went into Aries on um, about in the middle of February. I can't remember the exact date, Um, but yeah, Chiron has just moved into the constellation of Aries, 
And when it moved into Aries, it passed over the first degree, the second, the third, and the fourth. And now Chiron is at the fifth degree of Aries as it starts its journey backwards through space. And as it does that, it'll pass over those degree points that it already progressed through, which means that for us, all of those growth experiences that we had and all of those things we upgraded through since February, we're going to go back and have to see, well, did we really do the work we needed to do? Did we really progress as much as we wanted to? And if so, what do we do about that? What do the new goals look like? So that is all to say that in 2019, Chiron will go retrograde in the sign of Aries from the fifth degree back to the first degree. And it will continue its retrograde motion from starting on July 8th, going all the way until December 12th. Like I said, Chiron goes retrograde for about six months out of every year. And yeah, so this will be our first experience having Chiron retrograde in Aries, the first of eight years that we'll experience this. And it's going to be interesting. We just did a lot of powerful healing in a whole new modality of Chiron's expression. Chiron was in Pisces, helping us to heal spirituality. Now Chiron is in Aries, helping us to hear, heal our inner child and our most authentic expression. So with those vibes, we are like wounded children throwing tantrums and having to go back to sit in time out for things we thought we already learned which is really a lot and kind of intense and yeah I do like to say retrograde phases are not as intense as a lot of people make them out to be because it's just inward shifted energy and I say it's intense because I feel like I can just already sense what's about to happen in terms of the collective and I'm always really thinking about the collective so in that sense it can be pretty intense. We're all shifting and re-healing and re-wounding at the same time. However, on the individual scale, it might be a really beautiful time for you. It's simply a time when the focus of Chiron with that healing and system-busting energy is just a time when that energy gets turned inwards and we get a little bit more introspective. And we are forced to, instead of diagnose the problems outside of us, really look inside and heal what we see as inauthentic or unhealthy or unwell from the inside out. Something that you can do to get a sense of what might be triggered in you would be to look back on the day Chiron Retrograde started. And that would be July 8th, which is about a little over a week ago. Uh, the day I'm recording this. So think back on July 8th to see um, what the temperature was of this Chiron retrograde the day it started, the temperature taken for this phase. What was that like for you? And then on the day that Chiron retrograde ends, on December 12th, you'll get a sense of how far you've come, and you'll also find some clues about what might happen in the next Chiron retrograde cycle. So always pay attention to those start and end days. But also, you can think back into the middle of February when Chiron went into Aries for the first time. What had happened in your life at that point that really triggered you to think differently about health or growth or wound or pain? 
If you can think back to February and see what vibes were lit up within you then, you will have a very good sense of what you might have to go back over and heal again or look at again more closely this period. So, all right. Oh, you can also tell what's going to be affected in your chart um, or what's going to be affected in your life during this Chiron retrograde phase by looking closely at your chart. So you can always look to see <clears throat> where Chiron is in your chart and wherever Chiron is, um, and it looks like an upside down key, basically, a K with a circle on the base of it. Just look to see where that weird K is and you can expect some triggering on those themes in your life. Um, whatever sign Chiron is in will give you some clues. You can also look at any planets that are in your constellation of Aries in your chart. You can expect to see some wounding on those planetary energies or some systems busting there. So for instance, I am a solar Aries person. I have my sun in Aries and I also have my Mercury in Aries. So I would look at that sign of Aries in my chart and I would see those two planets and I would say, okay, self, and speech, you might get some wounding these next few months, but you are definitely gonna bust up some codes and break some systems down on the way to get there. So you can also look for those planets in Aries, and you can also look for whatever planets or house cusps happen at any degrees from one to five in your chart. So look at that first to fifth degree of every sign and see if there's anything there. Any planets there will tell you, um, basically you're going to go over some soul work healing that. You're gonna go back over some work you've done in the past there. You might be rewounded there. You might break up some systems there. Anything at the first to fifth degree of any sign. And Overall, you can find where the first to fifth degree of Aries is in your chart and look at the house it's in. So for me, my first to fifth degrees of Aries are in the 12th house. So I would expect to see the effects of Chiron retrograde in terms of 12th house themes like isolation, loneliness, spirituality, and dreams. So yeah, that saying that out loud means I'm definitely going to try and clue into spirituality as much as possible and to tune into my dreams as much as possible because I would expect to see some wounds arise there or some systems busting happen in that area of my life. And you can do the same for your chart. Overall, um, there are also going to be people listening to this podcast, and generally there are many people like this out there, people who have Chiron retrograde in their natal chart. So these people would have been born with this wounded healer, this code breaker and systems buster moving backwards in space, so it would seem. So they would have already come into existence with this internal focus on healing. And those people will get to experience a return to normalcy in the, in the next six months. So if you have Chiron retrograde in, in your natal chart, 
get excited because you're definitely just going to have an easy upgrade. You're definitely just going to have clarity come through on so many levels in terms of your wounds and your healing and what you can shake up in the world in order to help other people not go through that or not suffer so much in the future. People who have this natal Chiron retrograde also may have past life experiences that relate to having experienced suicide or having experienced lots of trauma or who may have caused a lot of pain to other people or maybe these people in past lives were protesters or spies or incredible rebels who shifted things in society so that new transitions could be made. Additionally, these people in past lives could have been really powerful healers who may or may not have used their skills for the common good. So yeah, this is going to be an intense time for the collective, maybe not so intense personally for each individual, and definitely not so intense for people who were born with Chiron in retrograde. This Chiron retrograde in Aries is going to be shaking up our most authentic expression of our most authentic selves. It's going to have us questioning our healing process, questioning what pain is, and questioning what healing is. It's also going to have us pondering the system around us and how we can bust it up, the codes that have been imprinted on us, and how we can free ourselves, and how we can align with higher frequency codes and higher frequency systems as we engage with that healing. So those themes are all going to be present in this Chiron retrograde phase, which means you can expect worst case scenarios that deal with mental or emotional or physical breakdowns. There could be experiences involving injury, physical injury is what I'm thinking in this case. There also could be experiences involving pain, like heartbreak or physical pain. There also could be experiences with disease or illness. And the worst case scenarios could also involve a relapse into old habits, old wounds, old addictions, or a relapse in terms of your healing process, shaking you up and making you go back and question if you were really that solid before, and if so, what do you do now? And those worst case scenario moments really feed into the, burst, the best case scenario moments too, because even if you're experiencing a relapse of your healing process, that provides you the opportunity to heal yourself better and stronger than before, which links with the best case scenario of your healer vibes being upgraded. Additionally, any of those breakdowns will translate to best case scenarios of healing breakthroughs. And any instances of injury or pain or sickness will help you to understand health holistically, possibly for the first time. Best case scenarios will involve those breakthroughs and that understanding, and they will also involve situations where you finally feel like you are balanced in life, and where you finally feel like your soul is whole and thriving. So those are some best and worst case scenarios. and. Generally, yeah, just be prepared because the universe is upgrading our healing, upgrading our wounds, upgrading our pain tolerance, upgrading our ability to break codes and bust systems. But in order to do that, because Chiron is in retrograde in Aries, 
we are all being asked to step up in terms of authenticity. Are we really being our most pure selves in every moment? And if not, how do we fix that? So some things you can do to check in with yourself and to possibly do that stepping up a little easier would be to just think of all the different aspects of your health. And there are are probably some that I'm not thinking of here, but I'll give you five examples. So first, consider your physical health and well-being. Check in with your body. How is your health routine right now? How are you doing with food? And how are you doing with fitness? And how does your body actually feel? Second, consider your mental well-being and your mental health. Check in with yourself there. How are you doing? Are you very anxious right now or are things okay? Are your thoughts going a mile a minute or are they relatively still? Check in with yourself and be real and honest and see what is being asked to be healed. Third, you can consider your emotional health and well-being. How are you doing? Really, how are you doing? Is life really just testing you right now and you're kind of done with it? Or are you emotionally balanced and feeling okay? How are you actually feeling? Face that and accept it so that you can make space to heal it. The fourth option is to check in with your spiritual health and well-being. How are you feeling in relation to source? Do you feel loved and supported and protected? Do you feel like things are going on in your life to test you? Or do you feel like things are going on in your life to hurt you? How is your relationship with all that is? That spiritual essence of life. And fifth and finally, consider the health and well-being of your soul itself. Do you feel like you are whole? Are you feeling like you're in alignment with the world around you and with the path that is laid out before you? Do you feel like you can see and feel that path or are you blindly wandering in the darkness? Feel into that soul health and just make note of what might need to come up for healing. Just make note. Because it can definitely feel like a lot, especially for people with more troublesome Chiron placements, those people who have Chiron in Aries, is that possible right now? They would be 94 years old? So yeah, there's some very old humans right now who are going through their Chiron return in Aries as it goes back to the degree and place in the sign where they were, where it was when they were born. Those people are probably going to have the toughest times. And that's actually really fascinating because it's such an old age. Of course they would be going through a tough time with healing and wounds and pain at that point. So I'm thinking, those who have Chiron and Aries and who are going through their Chiron return, those old souls, if they survive this Chiron return, the wisdom that they hold is going to be so pivotal for breaking this system and busting it up and putting in a new code and understanding how to run that new system. So yeah, pay attention to the older, the elders in our community because there's a very good chance that they're going to be our guidance once they go through this extreme time. It'll be most extreme for them. 
people who have Chiron in the other fire signs, especially in the first to fifth degrees of the other fire signs of Leo and Sagittarius, you might be feeling extra intense too, although it will be a trine aspect, so that's generally positive. So it would be a positive intensity. People who have Chiron in the other cardinal signs that square Aries, like Cancer and Capricorn, they would experience a bit more hardship because a square is a less positive aspect. So yeah, just be patient with yourself this time. It really will vary how intense this feels for you. And if you really need help and you're feeling like you can't connect with your sense of direction or you're not able to look at your healing in a way that is positive right now, I will be releasing a Chiron meditation in just a couple of days. Hopefully that will help. But also, if there's any possibility that you live around milkweed or corn, cornweed, I believe it's called. Uh, let me check that quick. Definitely milkweed, but also, oh, it's cornflower. If you live in any part of the world where there's milkweed or cornflower, these herbs are going to be very powerful helpers with this transitional energy. Um, the milkweed and the cornflower are similar, and they're both related to the plant that supposedly helped heal Chiron of his wounds after being poisoned. So yeah, cornflower is interesting. It produces this beautiful magenta flower that you would never expect from this kind of weird-looking plant. And milkweed is kind of the same. It's like weird-looking when it grows, almost alien, and then it produces these beautiful blooms. So, um, uh, yeah, and if I figure out any other powerful associations with Chiron that are productive for this period, I will definitely share them in the meditation, but it's been tough. There are a lot of herbal associations and crystal associations with the other planets, the actual planets, I should say, um, but Chiron, since it's technically not a planet, it hasn't been studied through time as intensely, and I'm having trouble finding those associations. So for now, cornflower and milkweed. And if I had to think of a crystal that would work well for Chiron's energy, I would say lapidolite. Lapidolite is a beautiful purple stone that has flecks of mica in it, so it's kind of shimmering. Um, it seems like this code buster, systems buster stone to me, and it's also great for healing. Um, Lapidolite is one of the stones, the crystals, that helps you to find sites in your body that hold disease. It's a great diagnoser of illness. So sit with your Lapidolite if you have any pieces, or find yourself a piece of Lapidolite in the future, and meditate with the colors of magenta and purple as they are powerful healing energies. So yeah, those are my recommendations. Cornflower and milkweed for herbs, pink and purple in terms of healing colors, and then lapidolite as far as stones go. Hold those with you to ease this transition if you're having a tough time. And yeah, look forward to the guided meditation that I'll be releasing in a couple of days. And yeah, just stay patient with yourself and stay loving. It might be an intense time for you, but you are so loved and so supported by the universe and by me. So 
reach out if you have any questions. My Instagram handle is at naturebit21. I'm so, so willing to help if I can possibly be of help. And yeah, best of luck out there. Love y'all so much.